Welcome back, everyone, to Diary of an Empath. I'm back today with a solo episode. I do have some amazing guests that are on the schedule, a few that were requests specifically from all of you, so I cannot wait to record those and to drop them. But today, I just wanted to hop on and talk about something that really struck a nerve with a lot of people. So I don't know if some of you know who Preston Smiles is. If you don't, run don't walk to follow him. Amazing, amazing energy, amazing guy who's in the coaching space. I've had him on my podcast. It was a phenomenal episode. And I just got off of a live with him. And one of the conversations that we talked about had to do with feminism. There was an episode that a woman named Sadia Psychology or Sadia Khan had gone onto these platforms and she's kind of getting bigger and she's got some rather controversial views on women and psychology and relationships. I would I would dare to say the female version of Andrew Tate uh, or even comparing to that. There are some things that I do think she's got a good point on, but there are a lot of things that I don't agree with. And I question the credentials that this woman has, but we won't get into that. We won't even waste that energy on this show. But Preston had posted something that she had said on another podcast, essentially stating that, don't quote me on this because I'm I'm sure that context matters. It always matters in conversations, but essentially stating that, you know, women, we show our bodies and there's these OnlyFans and we wear bikinis and then we complain about how men can be in relationships and that we get upset when we choose the wrong ones and and we kind of gaslight ourselves and don't really take responsibilities in our roles and who we attract. Um, again, there's a lot more context to the conversation that was on the podcast. So definitely go listen to it. I think she was on Lewis Holmes podcast and you can form your own opinion on that. It led me to have this conversation and I can't say that I necessarily agree. And I talked to a few of my cohorts on the subject as well. When it comes to, has feminism gone too far? Or has it not gone far enough? There's this social construct called gender essentialism. And for those of you that don't follow Kate Balistrieri, she's a good friend of mine, great sex therapist, amazing at what she does. And this was a conversation me and her had and she brought up and I thought she made a good point. You know, we have these social biases and we're conditioned to gender essentialism, which essentially states that as a woman, you should be doing X, Y, and Z. You're kind of placed in these boxes of the gender norms of, oh, women should cook and women should cover up and women should cater to their men and women should have children and stay at home or whatever those biases are. And what I think makes me sad about that is it denies women of their diversity because the fact of the matter is as women and even men, we don't fit in these boxes, right? But as humans, we like to put things and people into boxes. Naturally, it's what we do. It, it helps us to make sense of the world around us. But when we get stuck in that black and white thinking, it robs us of the ability to see humans as the diverse creatures that we are. 
And we forget that as humans, we created those gender norms and roles. Now, yes, there are some gender roles and norms that were created for us. Women have babies. We make them, we create them, and we, we have them. We give birth. That, that's something biologically we cannot change. We have breasts biologically. We have vaginas biologically. There are some things that are created for us. But what I'm talking about is the gender constructs that we create based off of what we've learned, what our environment tells us to do. Just look at history. You look back into you know the 18th century, men were wearing makeup and wigs. And if a man wears a makeup and wigs now, they're looked at as disgusting or, oh, they must be trans or they must be gay or there must be, you know, something fruity in their pebbles. You know, it's, it's stupid. It's, we create these constructs. No one else does. We create them, we learn them, and we teach them. Nothing more, nothing less. And when you put women, especially the fact, and I say women because the fact of the matter is there was somebody in the comments too that said, oh, it shouldn't be like boys versus girls, but it is. It, it has been since the dawn of time. It is men versus women because as a woman, or excuse me, as a man, you have no fucking idea what it's like to be oppressed as a woman. And yes, I'm going to say it because yes, I'm, I'm privileged because I am not a black woman, right? So when we're talking about women of color, that is a whole other layer of oppression. But let's just stick with women. Women do not get paid as much as men. We are not equal to men. My vets that listen to this, we're definitely not equal to men in the military sector. We're not even treated as such. Um, we're not treated equally in society. But then men will come back and say, and some women, okay, yeah, you, you talk about equality, but then you want the man to pay for dinner. Oh, I should have brought this up in the live. I didn't even, oh, I didn't, that was so good. But you want the man to pay for dinner or you want, you want the man to, you know, open the door. And I will say, I think that's more of compatibility of what you desire and what's attractive in a sexual partner. Again, another layer. And that does fall in the category of gender norms and gender constructs. I'm not saying that you have to get rid of gender norms and gender constructs because as humans, it's natural to do that. We like to put things in boxes to make it easier to understand. And there's always going to be gender norms and gender constructs, but we have to be really careful of being conditioned to black and white thinking, to thinking that it's the only way. So I'm not saying that gender constructs can't exist, but what's dangerous is when we think it's the only way that it can exist. So for example, I prefer a man to open my door and take the lead and pay on the first date. Susie may be like, no, I want to go half because I'll pay my own way. I'm an independent woman and blah, blah, blah. Great. It doesn't mean she's wrong. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong. It just means that this is what I prefer. And this is what I'm attracted to when it comes to a sexual partner. That is what Susie is attracted to in a sexual partner. And that really comes down to compatibility, right? It's not saying that what she's saying is right and what's wrong and what I'm saying is right, it's, it's wrong. Where we have to be careful is saying that 
this is what a woman is supposed to do. And if you're not doing X, Y, and Z, or if you're doing X, Y, and Z, it's your fault that you're attracting the partners that you are. It's your fault that men are like this and X, Y, and Z. It's just, it's not fair to place women in such a category that again, it just robs them of their diversity, of their complexity as a woman because women are complex creatures and it's not fair to do that. I think Cher said it. If I want to put my tits on my back, it's none of no one's business and I surely how can do whatever I want with my body. Women have been oppressed for so long with their bodies, with their rights to vote, with their rights to work. And it's really only in the last 50 years that we've been able to do these things. And of course, women are angry when somebody tries to hold them back because we've been held back for so long. I think you have a lot of conservative women. Um, I, I find myself conservative in certain ways. There are certain things that I prefer that are a little old school, but that's, I don't put that on anyone else. That's the difference here. We have to stop judging other people just because we don't agree with it or we don't understand it. Part of growing and part of growth is understanding things and people that you don't necessarily agree with, but are still willing to listen and understand their point of view. Doesn't mean you have to agree with it. And that's where growth happens because if we don't, listen or or be willing to hear other people's points of views, we're going to stay stuck in the same mindset. Who wants to do that? I definitely didn't want to stay stuck in my 20s. And that mindset, there was, there was growth that needed to happen. And I think we need to be really, really careful of labeling women and saying like, oh, it's your fault because you're attracting this type of partner. And sometimes we do have to take responsibility. We do have to be careful of red flags and yellow flags and all that stuff because we do, a lot of us have trauma and a lot of those traumas keep us back from attracting a healthy partner or from being our best and highest selves. And sometimes we do keep ourselves in these echo chambers of men ain't shit. And that, that's a vibration, that's a vibrational match that you don't want to be in. But you guys know, I always say it's not your fault though. It's not your fault. You were manipulated or cheated on and not every man's a narcissist. That's just the plain truth. But there is a large population of men who are not willing to have emotional growth. And one thing that Preston said is like, I work with all these amazing men and, and I'm like, and that might be true in your perspective. That might be true because that is, that is the clients you attract, but let's just be honest here. The good majority of men, the good majority of, of therapists and coaches that I know majority of their population that they work with are women. There's a smaller population of men that get therapy. There's a smaller population of men that are willing to connect with their emotions. And there's many reasons for that. They're erasing decades and centuries of stigma on mental health and masculinity and toxic masculinity. Again, there's layers to this. There's so many reasons. And then not to mention if you have a man of color, there's so much generational trauma on that end. So I think we have to give ourselves grace on both sides. I, I just want people to understand that it's okay to have different views and it's okay that we have our environments and our histories and our traumas and our biases because that's natural. Everybody has them. Even I have them. We all have them. 
but we have to be careful of labeling other people and putting them into our own boxes that we created based on our views and our traumas and our parents and their parents' parents and how we grew up, how much money we have, access to healthcare, access to education, access to resources. Not everybody had that. So we cannot fit people into a box and then blame them for not fitting into our box. We have to give leeway and give grace to understand that we're not all the same. And that's okay. You're entitled to your belief system. In fact, I encourage you to have a belief system and to stay true to who you are and your morals and your ethics. But you can't always expect people to show up and be who you are in the way that you think is morally right. Because how they think and what their ethics are and what their morals are might be different than yours. What I would encourage you guys to do is to be open-minded to listen to a different point of view, even if you don't agree with it. I always hear people say like, oh, don't give these types of people a platform. No, no, I say give them a platform. Let them let them speak their truth. Let other people hear what it's like to hear other opinions and values. And, and even if it doesn't match their own, even if it's wrong, let them have a space to do it because that's how we grow and that's how we learn and that's how we understand the complexity of other people and other humans and genders and how it affects us. That's how we emotionally mature. Not everybody's going to though. If you've ever noticed, if you ever talked to somebody who's completely closed off and is unwilling to hear anyone else's point of view, all they want to do is to be heard. They want you to hear them, but they are not willing to listen. Those are the ones that stay stuck. Those are the ones that have no emotional growth. It's always the ones who listen and try to understand. Doesn't mean they agree. Those are the ones who have the most growth because you never want to be the smartest person in the room. I, I, I never do. I always want someone else to teach me something, whether I agree with them or not, because I'm going to walk away from every situation learning fucking something about myself, about them, about the world, whatever it is. And that's what I would have you guys take away from that. And I thought this conversation really opened a great segue into feminism versus feminine energy and masculine energy and all of these things, because, I mean, it's debatable. It's, it, it can go on forever because there's no right or wrong here. There's just, it is what it is depending on your belief system and everybody's belief system is different. I have my opinions on the post. I think there's a lot of internal misogyny going on, lots of it. I don't agree with the original post. I don't agree with a lot of Sadia's uh, viewpoints, but that's all they are. They're not factual. They're just opinions. And I understand that. So I'm really curious of what you guys think about this episode. If you have your opinions, please share it. Tag me. If you're on Instagram, I'm on TikTok too, but I hang out on Instagram. If you're on there, make a post. Tag me in the post. I want to hear about it. I want to hear of your opinion on this. And um, stay open-minded, everyone. Um, FYI, I do have two therapy spots open um, in the state of Florida. So if you are looking for a therapist and you have United or Aetna or Cash Pain, um, I'm taking two clients. And I also have two coaching spots open. And you can be anywhere in the world for coaching. 
And um, of course, I'm still doing my readings. So I have some spots open for you guys. Cannot wait for you guys to hear what's upcoming and some of the guests. Um, I'm absolutely excited to have some new and exclusive content for you guys. And once again, thank you for all the support. Please make sure you're hitting the follow button because a lot of you listen to the podcast, but you don't follow the podcast and it really, really helps the podcast. So please, 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 please follow. And uh, thank you for your just continued love. And I love you guys. Until next time, see you on the next episode of Diary of an Empath.